Hey guys, welcome to JL's podcast. This is Honest Chat and um, if you're new, welcome. If you're returning as well, welcome. Love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. Um, so feel free to get in touch with me. Feel free to leave a review or a rating. I would love to hear your questions as well if you've got any feedback. Apart from that, let's jump straight into this month's episode. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to another episode on this podcast. It has been a while and I was hoping to get a reintroductory episode in, but I decided a friend of mine who is launching his podcast, I might have the link in the description below or not yet, I'll add it later if it's not out yet. He decided to launch a podcast, so I thought, hey, I've got a... um, I've got a free session that I wanted to use up in a professional recording studio. So I got down with Nathan to sit down and just tell a little bit about some of the stuff that's been going on in his mind. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. It's a two-part series and it's all about imagination, creativity, and um, there will be more coming and um, looking forward to getting back into the swing of things because I've missed podcasting be a little bit of a life update there's a few other episodes that are going to be coming up a lot of mine will be solo but i'm also also looking forward to getting back in the studio with nathan coming up again and hopefully we'll have a few more guests but hey if you are tuning back in or you've just been waiting thanks for waiting and hoping that this conversation would continue to bless you would continue to spark some thoughts that you can take back into your community and have conversations about it's a two-part again i've just split it in the middle it was a one-hour conversation but um two in one sort of things and um yeah hope you enjoy it and uh don't forget to subscribe to nathan's podcast feel free to send him questions some feedback as well and um yeah looking forward to continuing this journey with you wherever you are listening from and yeah yeah practice the simple disciplines of just prayer reading the word and being community absolutely how else are you going to imagine if you're not talking to someone to rebound those ideas off yeah and um maybe this can segue into the next episode straight away but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, one of the things that if i'm just thinking about david um you know that whole fight with goliath where everybody else is paralyzed with fear yeah um and we, we can't do this not even the best i'm mean, like What's interesting is Saul gives David his armor because David has more courage than him, but he's actually still giving him the tools that he should be using, being more equipped for war yeah. than David. Like, yeah, yeah. use this stuff that I don't even believe in, that I don't myself believe is going to work, but yeah, you have yeah, more yeah. courage. I'm just a coward. <laughs> So you take this stuff that I don't believe yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. work against some, you know, and I've fought longer than you. Uh, I'm not even, yeah. I'm not even, so what are the, what, what is it, the tools that whoever it is around us that is giving to us and saying, hey, here's what you're facing as the church. There's a digital Babylon according to Baal. Baal yeah. now, the, the, the more millennials living in the church and trying to yeah, find yeah, themselves yeah. in the yeah. world. Like, yeah. So all of this, you know, war for your soul and your mind. Yeah. Here are the tools. What I don't know what those tools are. Maybe social media. Maybe you know Christianese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really make sense. And then and then you go. 
Yeah, I don't really even believe in it anymore. Exactly, but yeah, you yeah. have more courage because you're young, because you're bold, whatever. So use these tools. Whereas in, in David's case, in that space, he's he's actually going because he's connected to God. He actually he he actually was able to come at it with different tools, mm. Mm. with a complete set. And those tools didn't look like an armor. Yeah, they came like it, it, he was a fool. But he went in humility. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in, in terms of being creative, like if you don't know G, and let's be honest, we're not creators. No, yeah. no human who has ever lived has ever been a creator. The true creator is God who create, and it's to create is to make something out of nothing. Yeah. We don't <laughs> have no thing to work with to create out of. We have yeah. things to create out of. And so, like, if we're going to create something, it makes all the sense in the world to go, Hmm. I wonder what the guy who created everything would have to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like so. That's why it's important. Stick to your basics. Connect with God. Read the Bible, yeah. and He will bring something new. In that same verse that I quoted, um, "Behold, I do I do new things." He, he's making highways in the desert. Mm. What the heck is a highway doing in the desert? You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, just throwing back to your analogy with the, the armor and stuff, it's like, as you were saying that, it's like, as we ha- as Saul is handing that armor to David, it's like, oh, here, here's that new program, here's that conference, here's Ooh, that, snap. <laughs> here's that uh, plan that we did like Pastor Dave, ago. if you're listening to this, please don't fire him. <laughs> Here's this uh, new Fandangle, you know, app, you know, the Silicon yeah. Valley thing that you can do. Well, uh, what I'm finding, especially just in our context with our youth uh, in our church, is that like you can try to do that, or we've discussed and talked about that, but they just actually want community. They actually just want to sit around and discuss those questions and actually be, have real conversations about what if I doubt, like what yeah. if, like I'm not a Christian. I don't turn attend church on a Sunday. Does yeah. that make me less of a Christian? What if, like, mm. I, you know, I have a same-sex attraction? Yeah. Like, does that make me, like, I'm going to hell forever now? What is it, like, all those questions keep coming up. And one of the interesting questions, like, throwing those questions out with our youth sometimes, and, like, yeah, he poised the questions, like, oh, so why did God create gay people? And I was like, oh, <laughs> open a can of worms. And it was just, like, going left, right, and center. I'm like, what do you think? And just like just hearing each other, they were so engaged and intrigued by just that f- that co- that idea being thrown out there to discuss amongst themselves. They like, I think a phrase that our senior pastor talked about is like, they're not looking for like, a like specific you know the normal answers that I grew up with. Like you listen to this guy, listen, that, but they're actually looking for people who are experts in their field to actually give them like they don't kind of over the idea of um, here's the tick a box like I want to go deeper like I think we don't give enough credit to the younger generation now that it might seem like they're all about TikTok and all about staying on the surface and all about filters but there's a longing in there for more there's a longing in there for like no um, tell me like why did God actually allow this to happen why did god allow suffering why did god allow my mom and dad to split up like why did this happen mm-hmm. and this is wrestling and i think we've kind of gotten away from the wrestling a bit like the jacob story wrestling 
with the angel or with Jesus in the in the wilderness. It's like uh, I think there's too much like <laughs> I don't know, too much amateur boxing. It's like oh, I just put all the padding on. It's like, <laughs> we're not really keen to go in and actually wrestle and create from us for our own like actually not only create physically but create a new idea like well yeah we're transformed by our minds being yeah renewed re you know when we rethink and we reimagine the world through um newer possibilities for sure um i am aware that um part of the jewish <coughs> and i keep going back to this and I, i'm i'm <laughs> sure like god chose those people for a reason <laughs> so yeah. pay attention um, <laughs> yeah what's interesting they make up what um point you know not even one percent of the world population but look at the incredible influence that they have had from jesus onward and even before that mm. on civilization um I'm aware that they have uh, partners with which they will discuss questions and so they meditate on the word but then there are questions that come up as a result of that and so mm -hmm. part of their discipleship journey is to have other people with which they can actually bounce back and forth these ideas and mm -hmm. ask their questions. Yeah, that's um, what's intrigued me. Like, when, Sorry. Yeah, go on. What intrigued me, just discovering the idea of how like the rabbis would choose their disciples uh, wasn't based upon having an ap those answers or having like outrageous, like clear answers or an, like the Western mentality of having an absolute finish to like an answer to a question. Yeah. It's actually about the curiosity of asking those questions. Yeah. Uh, like that's how they chose their disciples, which to me was like, wow, that's like they're actually comfortable with not knowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's a massive contrast to the Western way of oh thinking. Like we think yeah. scientifically and hypothesis and test, and and so even the language that we use is very precise. Yeah, it's very precise. English is a very precise language, and whereas when you are actually talking to someone to do, you know, like from Jewish culture, I think um, their their language, I think every letter, you know, has a sound. And a number connected to it, and and you know, and and all that kind of thing, and so there, it's it's layered with meaning, mm. and so when they approach life, it's a one of the things I'm discovering lately about God is He talks in puzzles, and He will give you a piece <laughs> at a time. Yeah, um, you know, He uses language like the Lord is you know, the Lord is the shepherd, like Jesus says, "I am the good shepherd." And you think about that, and you think, okay, there's a lot of layers to that. The shepherd leads the sheep; he has to know each one by name. They have to know His voice. Yeah, the sheep have to trust Him for how far they're going to mm. walk before they drink, before they have a rest, before they eat. Mm. Whereas in a in a self-governing society and it's all about me kind of thing, um, when I want to eat, I have my Macca's app or my Uber Eats app where I can just order food and it'll be here within the yeah. hour or something like that. Uh, whereas that whole idea of even trusting in the Lord if you're in that space has mm. to do with, you know, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. Well. At the time that he says, like, it, really interesting you know, this is off the fill thing. Yeah, go, go. Um, it would be interesting to me if you could put into an experiment and go, hey, today I'm just going to trust God for the food that he's going to give to me. I'm going to say yes 
to whoever offers me food. <laughs> but <laughs> but but it's it's a real practical like it's practical, but it's yeah. it's one of those things like hey like because because that's the other thing as well is that we are a th- we have a thinking language we think, but Christianity has to be embodied. Like mm. I have to practice it. Yeah. When we, yeah. we 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 have this thing. I think John Tyson talks about it. Um, we have these things where we, we think because we've thought something that that makes up for us having done it, whereas oh. that's not true. Oh, and that's my <laughs> my friend Pastor Scott wow. says it, like that's the thing is that you know because we think even repentance when we look at the word repentance to rethink, yeah, um, to turn around. Most people just leave that to it's a psychological phenomenon. But it's not just because I can hold two different and opposing ideas in my head. Well, that doesn't doesn't it means squat? Yeah, right. The greatest minds in the world can still be atheists, can still be bumholes, can still be jerks, can still be <laughs> yeah. kind or unkind. Like yeah. you can hold those opposing thoughts. Like that doesn't mean anything to anyone. Mm. What means something is actually us being able to embody it. And so with the Jewish language, one of the things that says it says about who we are and I guess why God created us the way we are, because we are multi-dimensional. Um, there's so much to mm. us and there's so much to oh discover. So when you start to think about this world of discovery, imagination, creativity, um, it's actually massive. It's large. And so you can't just take in a two one sentence answer to anything like mm. why did why did god create gay people is not just like a question that you can go okay let me answer that question yeah. it's actually like <laughs> what do you mean by that question what do you mean by create what yeah. do you mean what's why? your motive like, behind like that question motives and and how do you how does your worldview bring you to formulate that question the way that you did because it's yeah. not even the correct way to formulate that question if you're thinking biblically. Yeah. And so, like, okay, let's let's explore. There's so many lasers. But but the way we think is, oh, yeah. Yeah, why did he? Like, hang on. You've, <laughs> you've assumed so much. There's so many assumptions <laughs> <Anyway>. already. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's so true. Because I think there's a lot of things we do uh, without even thinking. Um, yeah. Because it's oh, that... Good old phrase, cultural Christianity or cultural, not even Christianity, it's just cultural blank, whatever it is. Like it's part of your culture. If you repeatedly go to church building on a Sunday, go to the, you know, to the footy every Friday or this, like there's a, an already an assumed worldview that you've carried into all the other spaces that you are going to as a person, as a human being, um, which will determine the lens in which you see those things and will also determine how you approach questions that are asked of you. So if the mandate is for us as human beings to step into the world and to actually bring out new creation and to eventually leading from starting at the Garden of Eden to the holy city of Jerusalem described in Revelations 21, if that's our destiny destination, that's where we're going, the idea then is like... Um, are we every day actually deliberately trying to shape the environment around us to bring about that reality or like kingdom come? Yeah. Kingdom come His will be done. Like his kingdom come His will be done. Like, cause if that is kind of our end goal, if that's, if we're in the middle phase between those two things, then uh, it's, it is 
something that we need to take step of like why am i asking these questions or maybe even why am i thinking the way i'm thinking about this like even like a small small example like even just when <laughs> like even when um recently just like was at the shops or something and um just some lady just cut in line in front of me to just like whatever like every other day i would have been like oh yeah that's fine but for some reason i'm like oh what the heck and not like, today <laughs> satan <laughs> i was gonna finish that or not uh, oh um yes sir you've unplugged my friend huh you have unplugged i have unplugged can you still hear me yeah i can can you hear you no i can't hear me but oh here we go um testing there we go so this lady cuts you off <laughs> that's a good story this lady cut me off it's just talking about the, yeah so any other day i would be like oh yeah fair enough no worries but for some reason there was like a button that was pressed and i was like what the heck like it was so all of a sudden i started like <laughs> this thought pattern going through and, and like of like oh flipping heck now i'm gonna be late to this i'm gonna be this and that like this train of train of thought just started happening and just thinking about like that's a small silly example but like how important is it like to be so much aware of what we consume not only you know physically but mentally emotionally what is the thing that is actually going into you that's actually shaping the way you are actually react or respond to things because i know that day was because super tired was in a rush i was late to go to uh, a meeting and like i had to tick off all these things to get done but if i actually just looked at it her as oh, okay this is just maybe she's in a rush to go somewhere because i don't know uh she had to go to the hospital or something like there's something urgent for her like it was all about me yeah <laughs> it wasn't right <laughs> it was what i was thinking yeah <laughs> selfish nathan <laughs> it was all about me it wasn't actually about <laughs> like her. how could I carry out the, like... Absolutely. Like, in the moment, it's like, carry out the mandate that God gave to me? No, like, oh, this is all about me right now. <laughs> what the heck are you on about? Like, so it's it's so it's so, e it's so easy to fall into that trap. So it's very important as just humans or just as Christians carrying out that mandate. It's like, be deliberate about how you start each day. Like, even this morning, like, getting up at 5.36 or something, like, just the fact that I actually had time to think about my God, the fact that I had time to think about my day coming to this today, like there's like such a new perspective on just because now you've walked into the world with a different lens and a purpose and a, a new idea of, okay, how can I actually bring flourishing? How can I actually approach the craziness of kids at the work today? with a different like if i was to come in selfishly it would totally be a different day yeah for sure um and so like going back to what i was talking about it's just like the idea like you've got to be very deliberate about the spaces in which you're at yeah that um not only are you so deliberate about actually entertaining gossip entertaining thoughts entertaining things that are actually taking away from you actually allowing you actually creating a space where god can come in and move and shape like if i was let's say a guy who's working with the council and i'm just building a new sidewalk and stuff like if you think about it in a 
God, context of God mentality, this is where we're going, the new city of Jerusalem coming down from, from heaven, I would be so deliberate about just creating such immaculate space where, you know, the sidewalks is like lined up really well, all the pavement. Like you'd be so deliberate if you knew that your God was coming. If, if you had that mentality, God is going to be here. Yeah. Like you would try to make everything so well prepared, like making yeah. sure that everything is so nice. But I think we get, I know I get myself caught up sometimes. It's like, oh, no, that it's about me. It's like, <laughs> it's like this. And like, even, even it's into church spaces. Like we go and it's like, no, nah, it's about what I can get from it rather than how yeah. can I engage with what God's trying to say to me right For now. For sure. There's, like, there's so many layers to, to what you're talking. I think one of the things is making, um, making a really clear and conscious decision to be, thinking like i'm not a consumer um i've been thinking about this idea lately like i'm not a consumer but i also am not just a producer of things either mm. um and just actually thinking of your life as you are a conduit mm. um because we're passing through life is not about us we're, we're actually conduits oh, what are we yeah. what are we bringing into this world yeah if if we're bringing this world stuff that is just from ourselves like you and I are too small to actually make any impact on the world. Mm. Um, and yes, there's a potential to do that within a person's lifetime. We've all been impacted by it, but you and I still are too small. 300 years from now, nobody cares who you're, <laughs> you are. Who's that guy? Um, even your grandchildren might not even remember, might not even know your name or even yeah, know yeah. your story. So, exactly. Yeah, so what are, you, what are you bringing into this world? And so if, and again, our source is the creator himself. The other, th the other side of that as well is to do with when you know your basics, when you know how your environment works, when you pay attention to all of these things, mm. then you have a leg, you, you know, you have a leg forward and you can then be more intentional about how you bring the creative, the creative um, perspective, movement, mm. way that God looks at and approaches things into different situations um, and that doesn't happen if I've given and I've lent and I have made space for somebody else to think on my <laughs> behalf. Yeah. Right? Um, and again, we are created uniquely for a reason. So one of the things that's part of this is like you you are not a consumer. You are not a, a, just a producer. You, you're here to conjure it. You're, you're here to... Let yeah. <laughs> what is of heaven pass through you so that this earth might become better. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so you true. You would leave people inspired. You would leave people filled with wonder and I want mm. more out of life because that's how yeah. God lives. So he goes, hey, here's a world ahead of you. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Step forward. Yeah, like that quote, I can't remember who said it, but like um, live as though... Like, live in a way that non-Christians will question their own, like, lifestyle or career. Like, it's a kind of a bumper sticker situation, but it's just, like, it's true. Like, if... Here's you coming in with Christianese. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christianese. But, yeah. <laughs> Flippin' heck. Well, it's basically, yeah, conduit. Like, it's not about you. Like, I remember a quote by Tim Hawkins, not the comedian, but some guy in New Zealand... New Zealand, New South Wales. 
some youth i went to a youth conference a while back and just talking about the idea that it's yeah it's a talking about the heart of David or David's heart. It's just like uh, what's more important is what God is doing in you rather than through you. And that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it's true. Like out of the outflow of what God is actually doing in your heart at the bottom of it all, like David's the only guy, if I'm correct, in the Bible that, you know, called a man after God's own heart. Like dude, like stuffed up majorly, but it's like, nah, like, I'm back, like, I'm with you, like, yeah. dance around naked, crazy, like, he was abandoning himself to God, no yeah. matter the situation or circumstance, and it's just a challenge, especially in the day and age where it's like, uh, just, you know, take 20 photos before I post up on Instagram <laughs> or something, it's like, it's actually not about you, get over yourself, uh, and it's so hard to kind of hear that, it's like, what do you mean it's not about me, but like, everything else says it's about me, advertising says it's about me, my friends say it's about me, like, and this is why the kingdom of God is a complete opposite. Yeah. Because you cannot bring anything new in the world if all you're doing is reflecting the world. You're Oof. just a copy. No Come one. On. And, and, and you are doing a disservice and to the work of God who created you mm. so uniquely to, again, just say, I'm, um, I'm just going to give up the... the privilege not the right to not right the privilege that mm. i have with every breath in my lungs that i'm afforded with the reality that god can snuff me out i could die off different things yeah i don't right? think like we take that seriously we no. don't go thank you for this breath may <laughs> it glorify like you say it's not about us it's like yeah how are we bringing glory to god today because the heavens are doing really well what do they do they just I'm it's just shining yeah. to show that God is real. He's awesome. Oh, Free and powerful. Verse in one of the Gospels, I think, or something like, if you won't, cry, the rocks will cry out. Like, yeah, Jesus when he when he's entering the temple, and yeah. and then um, James, brother of Jesus, then comes in and he goes like, if you think you got tomorrow, that's arrogance. Get rid of that. Be humble. <laughs> Love <laughs> you James. know, like don't say we'll do this tomorrow. Like, <laughs> no, hang on. Um, even Jesus talks about that. Don't worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Matthew six. Oh, I'm just God. aware of time. Yep. We got like less than four minutes left. <laughs> How you want to land this? Um. What's something? What's a question or what's a thought? Something to challenge those listening, or even something that's challenged you about the idea of imagination, creativity. That it's like. To um. Like to with that anal- with that kind of vein of like it not having an absolute answer but something to wrestle with. Well, yeah, I think it's that um, one of the things that I really believe is that you gotta have the courage to live outside the boundaries. So the example that I said earlier was, hey, um, you know, we've got the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread, mm. and just going, how am I gonna embody this today? Because God can find really creative ways of setting up your day. Mm. If you go, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. I'm going to take God as his word. And even if he doesn't, <laughs> if nobody offers me food, I will be okay. Yeah. So it's not about the outcome again, which is like, oh, if I do this, then I will do that. Mm. Give us this day our daily bread doesn't say God is going to give you your daily bread the way you want it, how you want it. 
Mm. You know, like Jesus says in another verse, like my food is to do the will of my father. So like how is God going to interpret that is open to God's interpretation <laughs> of that. So however, you figure, give yeah. this out of bread. And what I'm going to do is I am going to pay attention at how God is looking to feed me. It might be physically today, but to feed me, I'm opening myself up and a practical embodied way that I'm not going to do the thing myself and give me myself my daily bread mm. is I'm going to lean on God. And so it might be that you just say, hey, I'm going to leave my lunch at home. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave my dinner at home, whatever, if I'm going out with friends. And, and I'm just going to not say anything. However, if the opportunity arises, I'm going to say yes to it. Yeah, That's like just a real practical one um, of how to embody it. Because we sometimes can just overcomplicate things. Mm. But <laughs> just do the Lord's prayer, man. Just do the Lord's prayer. Use the day our daily bread, um, and you know, and just find a way to embody it because that's how you get creative. Yeah, that's how you build a kind of out of the boundaries thinking. You become courageous, expose yourself to this, um, and it's going to be messy. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be tired. You're going to be anxious. But don't just go back to the world of Facebook, Instagram, whatever, mm. or trying to figure it out yourself. Stay vulnerable hey, and on. surrender to God in that space where it's like a desert. He will make a way, not you will make a way. Mm. <laughs> That's one of the thoughts that I've been having lately. Um, yeah, test it out. <laughs> there you go. I think that's pretty good. What about you? Well, I think on the same vein, challenge your lack. When you feel the temptation to fill it with something, leave it. See what happens. See what happens. All right. Get creative. Hey, it's been great. Cool. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.